new report has warned that climate change is driving up malaria numbers after recent extreme weather led to a spike in cases of the mosquito-borne disease. The study by the Global Fund cited last year's devastating flooding in Pakistan as fueling a significant rise in cases. It also warned that warmer climates were enabling the spread of the mosquito population. So you have these extreme weather events, whether flooding in uh, Pakistan or the cyclone in Malawi, leaving lots of stagnant water around the place. And we saw a very sharp uptick in infections and deaths from malaria in both places. Let's get more on this and go live now to Islamabad and our correspondent Saha Balok. Um, Saha, the World Health Organization called recent events in Pakistan a perfect storm for malaria. What has caused this highly disturbing situation there? Well, what has happened is that since last year, you know, when the floods had happened, there were there was a lot of news happening. There was a lot of news reports in uh, local media as well. People were talking about it. There was research happening at that point of time. But currently, Pakistan is going through a critical time. You know, there is economic crisis, there's political crisis. And it seems as if, you know, the plight of the poorest of the poor uh, population that was affected by the floods has somehow gone in the background. Nobody's speaking about it as such. And uh, currently, as we speak, there are three, 33 million people, according to WHO, which were affected badly by the floods. Uh, so there is no, uh, uh, you know, talk about it. There is no discussion about, uh, you know, the floods going on. And at the same time, not many people know how these people are living. Uh, so uh, these numbers uh, by the Global Fund, uh, you know, are quite worrying, uh, you know, as, as said by the head of this department as well. Uh, because uh, I was the report myself and I saw that at that point of time, uh, like last year, uh, the number of malaria cases was around 400,000, which has now exponentially increased uh, to 1.6 million, which is uh, which is a cause for worry for Pakistan at the moment, uh, because currently uh, there doesn't seem to be any conversation about floods happening. Uh, but at the same time, uh, uh, th this is the time, you know, which is uh, where it is needed uh, that this discussion should take place. Uh, what I also would like to mention is that uh, Sindh and Balochistan were among the worst affected uh, places in Pakistan, uh, provinces of Pakistan. And even then, uh, you know, the news came really late for many people in Pakistan. Not yeah. many people knew what was happening. Uh, Saha, so, it continues to be a very desperate situation, as, you, as you're describing it. People living outside months after the flooding. Now, I know that you've seen for yourself how urgent the situation is. Tell us about that and whether there's the appetite and resources from the government to do something about it. Well, there is a dearth of health centers in Pakistan, especially around the bordering areas of Pakistan, right next to Afghanistan and Iran. Uh, there are no health centers and they are not even functional. Resources are less. And even when I was visiting these places, uh, what actually worried a lot of us at that point of time was that these were the poorest areas, you know, where people had no other way of working. So they mostly had agricultural lands which were completely destroyed. Also, these floods were not only a result of climate change, but also poor urban planning and also uh, local feudal politics as well. Uh, so uh, the government currently does not seem to have the resources to help uh, the people, you know, get out of the crisis. Pakistan was helped a lot by other countries as well uh, in the past. And even today, uh, a lot of other countries have uh, said so. But the, these uh, funds are really less, uh, you know, compared to what uh, the devastation was caused by the floods. Yes. And the country, of course, making progress on that in the past. But now those big setbacks that you've just described so clearly. Saha Balak in Islamabad, thanks so much uh, for that.